What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 61 of Punks Under Pressure Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Valentino. And I'm BA. And like always, be sure you subscribe, rate, and comment on your favorite podcast platform. You can hit us up on Twitter and IG at PunksPods and using the hashtag PodPunks. And you can also hit us up on the emails at thepunkspod at gmail.com. I'm actually shocked because I was waiting for you to do a rap song, so that threw me off again. So that's okay. <laughs> oh. oh you want to do a okay. rap song? You no, 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 no. It's too late now. Woke one morning. That- tears in my eyes. The fence kicked in my, my dough and caught me and my baby, baby by surprise. Uh, we got pop, pop. <laughs> but they didn't <laughs> find no dope. <laughs> I'm so it's so so it's so funny. <laughs> so it's so funny that you did. So it's so funny that you did the song. So I remember when Ron came to my house. We came to Atlanta one time, and we had obscure music night at my house just to kill time. Mm-hmm. And I had played that song. He's like, I have never heard the song a day in my life. He had I'm never like, heard that song. He had never heard that song a day in his life. I like you have, you have never heard. Not the Florida rat. Ain't never heard of um. <laughs> Uh, Mia X and uh, Master P. <laughs> he was like, he has never heard this song a day in his life to that day. Oh, please. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was like. So Mia him, X, listen, that song go hard. Yeah, that song go hard. Mia X goes hard. How was your week, man? Mm, my week has been good. Uh, nothing major, just work still. Uh, work is getting better for me because I got a new assistant at work, which okay. is like, oh my god, is she is like so much better than my last one, and it's just making things a whole lot better, a whole lot easier. Let, let me just talk about that for a second. I've noticed that like white women in corporate America, they have a problem like taking direction from anybody except for a white man. No comment. <laughs> and then they also, no comment, no and, and, and then they also like they 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 lead with their feelings too much at work. It's corporate to me. It's always been corporate culture, and to me, from because I've experienced that as well. Not necessarily um, as a supervisor, definitely not. But it's definitely always a feeling type of thing, mm-hmm. because if you're a black, if you're a black male superior, you come across as threatening, even when you're not. If you're a black woman, it's like why her. Mm-hmm. If you another white woman, it's like your competition. Oh and yeah. When and I- then if if you're a white man, it's like it's very. I'm used to this. I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it. She was just very much just always questioning me. Um, when I tell her to do something, I'm like, "Bitch, you are the assistant for a reason. You do what I ask you to do. Like, and I really don't ask you to do much. And that's why it's really fucking with me that you giving me pushback after everything that I ask you to do something. And or when I do ask you to do something, you'll go do it your way instead of doing it instead of doing following the directions that I gave you. Anyway, I'm not going to get into all that because I'll be on cuss her out on here. Um, but anyway, it's going better. I got a new assistant. Everything is great. Um, mm-hmm. Still another white woman, but she's great. I think she got, I think she got, she married to a Mexican man or something like that. So she's, that's great. Okay. Um, <laughs> dog was, my dog was born last week. 
Yay. And not, excited about that. Not Coochie. His name is going to be Gizzard. Um, see, here's the deal. I don't know why y'all, why y'all don't, why y'all acting like Coochie is not a cute name for a girl dog. That's because y'all minds, y'all are just so tainted and shit until y'all y'all don't have no innocence about yourself to where you can't see Coochie being a cute name what, for a what dog. Is, what is so, so what is so innocent about saying Coochie at the dog park in front of kids? Somebody, it's, it's a name. Somebody, somebody, here, Coochie, Coochie. Here, Coochie, Coochie. I can see that. Go ahead. Okay. It'd be different if her name was Vagina, but it's not. Okay. I mean, I, 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 okay. It's the that way. <laughs> it ain't the anyway. It ain't the dog name now, so it don't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's it. And I've been trying to. I've gotten back into the gym. You know, I, I, I'm, I be going on and off with that. I'm not really consistent with it. Um, but I, I really got to get consistent with that. And um get better with just I'm trying to still work on this diet um that's still going good though I'm, I'm i'm not just really off track with that by too much okay but that's all i've been doing just over here um uh, need to get out the house and just starting to like make i had said i'm gonna start like um uh planning like activities for myself like every day in the evening even if it's just something simple as like um walk to some shop that I ain't been to downtown yet or um, read a chapter in, in, in this book that's just been, I've been looking at on my nightstand for, you know, the last couple of weeks. So quick question, not to cut you off. Mm -hmm. So the time that I, the, the one time I've been to Dallas that it was like maybe over, probably like over five years ago. Mm -hmm. Y'all had a very lively downtown. Is that still the same? Because I think that's where you, I don't, I guess I shouldn't tell people where you at. Child, but, I don't care. I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm downtown Dallas. It's, it's, it, it, it's, it's always, it ain't like live with what you may think like, you know, compared to like other like major cities, but it's, it's like things to do, you know? Okay. If you live down, it's all, it's some bar to go to or restaurant to go to or something. It's something, it ain't just like, as far as like nightclub goes, it ain't really popping on that. That's Deep Ellum, like a little bit further uh, east. Okay. East of downtown. That's where, like, all the bars and shit, that's where people begin stabbed at, maybe fighting and all that shit. <laughs> I even left at that. It's deep. <laughs> anyway, how's your reason. week been? <laughs> <laughs> My weeks have been pretty good. So um, I'm in the process of trying to figure out what I want to do next in my career, which is when we talk about jobs and all that stuff. So I've been at my current job maybe ever since I've been in Atlanta, like 15, 16 years. That's a long time. And um, yeah, so which is, is, I was talking to my coworker the other day, it wasn't intentional, but you know, time flies. And then working from home makes you kind of comfortable when not trying to find a job. So um, I'm at the point in my life where I want to do something different, trying to figure out what I want to do and maybe going to school for it, taking some classes, not necessarily to go to school, but taking some classes online as far as like Google Google classes and stuff and trying to figure out what I want to do and what I enjoy that I want to get paid for. Because right now looking on Indeed and other job searches, I'm out of where to stay where I'm at based on the paid pay scales. 
but I also been looking at different documentaries. So I think I told you about the doctor series on um, Fat Tuesdays with about the comedians and stuff. I think you did tell me that. I haven't watched it because I so, think I've I, I, I I'm I, I'm gonna go back and watch it. Said I've watched a whole bunch of like Def Comedy Jam like docs and stuff, but I'm gonna go mm-hmm. back and watch it. So um for those of y'all don't know what Fat Tuesdays is, it's about guys tourists um stint at the comedy store in LA where they brought all the hip hop. Around the time when hip hop comedians came out and all the stuff, which is the 90s, had it had Linnell, his brother Joe Tory, which is still fine as hell. Um, all the whoever was the who's who of black comedians of the 90s during that time, Joe Story, during that time um, was uh, in the documentary, Steve Harvey, and all this stuff. And so, um, what was so interesting about it was I think because I was young watching Death Comedy Jam and Coming View that I was supposed to be watching it was funny to me. Now looking back at it, it was like, uh, I guess. But it was good. Excuse me. It was- As someone who's dabbled in 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 stand up comedy, how dare you say that about Comic View? Comic View is so motherfucking legendary. Because, because it's not not and it's not because I don't think it's funny. But that's I what think- I saw. That's what I saw. It was like I want to do that. Like was seeing them niggas on Comic View. Like I so- want to get up there so bad. So, cause I'm not saying so to me, cause I think I look at comedy different now, if that makes sense. Because I know, cause even I when they so, talk, yeah. because even when they talk about com- comedy, cause the one, the for one episode they talk about the difference between black comedy and white comedy, and I with black comedy, it everything is animated. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, you know, oh yeah, oh yeah, because uh, black comedy is very, is very um, call and response, per- animated, per- performative, and back yeah. in the '90s and stuff, they used to do the the hump in the stool shit when they did yeah. the sex jokes and all that stuff. And that's also when too it was um, when um, that's when I always say I always point out that black male comedians have always been the only group of people who can be offensive to people and it's still and people still laugh at it. Nobody else could do that, and that's and now they're having a problem with that because people ain't just laughing at that no more. Right, and they're not talented enough to just redo their shit and still be funny, and that's what they're struggling with. I think they're really struggling with, am I really funny? Because I can't make people laugh anymore. But anyway, I'm not gonna go into all that. That's not even. This is about your week. No, but <laughs> but, but as but but as as but as a comedian. That's how basically that's what it comes across as like because black black comedy is very animated, call response, mm. church, everything's deep in church and the roots of hip hop and everything. So um if you haven't gotten the chance to, and I suggest this for everyone, if you haven't gotten a chance to, if you have um Amazon Prime, go watch it. Especially if you girl, give me your account. You 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 gonna, you gonna ask me do, do I have Amazon Prime so I can watch it? I'm like Child, no, I'm no, just, look, just give I'm, me your I'm, account. I'm, Look, I'm watching on somebody else's account, so I don't even oh. have one of my own. So, but, <laughs> but, um, even if you're not into quote unquote Steve Harvey jokes and all that stuff, but go back and watch it if you're definitely into black comedy and because they touch on today's comedians as far as the internet and all the internet comedians and all that stuff and Nick Cannon and all of that. Also, so, if you're into like comedy and stuff, um, if you want to just go back and look at some like bullshit that happened, go back and, and, and look at um, articles and just Google stuff from the time when Kings of Comedy came out yeah. and how mad that made like white male comedians. And yeah, what they, they and didn't, what they, and believe, and believe and, not, they didn't, they didn't touch on that, but they touched on something else. And what they were really mad at is the fact that they had the nerve to call themselves kings. Mm. 
and they and they were they they mm-hmm. are they were and they are even though I even if I don't like Steve Harvey's comedy he at that time was the king of comedy one of the kings mm-hmm. of comedy he had a top show he had a top top shows prior yeah. to even his talk show and Bernie Mac is legendary iconic God rest his soul mm-hmm. um D.L. Hughley before he became D.L. Hughley I always been militant but he has all but not as D.L. Hughley is too D.L. Hughley to me his his act is very that niggerish very performative very hyper but he's a great stand-up though yeah he was because even because even when they on coming view when he was the first host of coming view he was very funny to me so mm-hmm. but that's that's been my my week has been very watching documentaries lately so mm-hmm. so you got to get uh my to find a password so i can watch that child I, I was supposed to go back and watch dick gregory's um documentary later and all this is on amazon prime um, Dick Gregory's is on Showtime. Okay. All right, bitch. Well, the word of the week, ho, is fashion. Fashion killer. I'm a jigging nigga. Where'd that come from? It's not Rocky. I'm Rihanna's baby daddy. They're so cute. I know. They are so adorable. Oh, they are. So fashion. Um, What do I think about fashion? <sighs> like, are you into fashion what's your like at one point in time i was and kind of still in even though i don't dress the part now because i work from home and don't really go nowhere so most of my fashion consists of um hip old hip-hop tees like hip-hop artists that i listen to artists that i listen to and jeans and and sneakers but i've i still read gq magazine i still read esquire um to get if I need something up to date for his fashion. Um, back in the day when I was younger, I was definitely into urban fashion, or yeah, urban. They're definitely urban fashion, like the Carcanas, the Jabos, the Pelly Pels, and then even went it went to designer labels like Gucci and all that stuff. I made ghetto. I went to ghetto fabulous route because I wanted to be Puffy Mary J and Russell Simmons. That's who I looked up as my fashion icons. So, um, I did a little stint as a fashion stylist assistant back in two thousands, and um, I realized that wasn't for me. So, yeah. How about you? Um, I not as much. You know, I still, you know, have nice shit, but it's like I don't. I'm not really into it. Like I was like something like okay, so. I used to be like really, really like materialistic mm-hmm. and things like that when it came to like clothes and shoes and just like material shit, right? Phones and shit like that. I used to be very materialistic. And when I was at Prairie View, I was staying off campus. Somebody broke in my apartment and they stole all my clothes and all my shoes, even my dirty clothes basket. Yes, bitch. <laughs> the motherfuckers even took my dirty clothes basket. Oh, wow. And when that happened, it was like I was devastated. And I had just came back from shopping at the Galleria like the day before. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it had to be somebody that was watching me because let me t- let me set the whole thing up for you and tell you what happened. So I had had company the night before and he stayed on campus. So I got up. We got up. And I took him back to campus because he had class. On my way home, 
I had I did take a, a thing of clothes with me, um, cause on my way home I stopped by the laundromat and put my clothes in the washer, and and I came back to the house. They had broken my house during that amount of time. Damn, that fast. That fast. So it was someone that had been watching me or whatever, and like a lot of the uh, locals used to break into like the students' homes. I mean, apartments and shit. And I didn't know that until they broke into mine. Mm -hmm. And but anyways, what that. After that, I just really didn't care about that shit no more. Okay. It it really changed me. Like, I mean, I like I said, I'm still, you know, wearing nice shit and stuff, but I it just it really I'm not really like materialistic about it like I once was. And it took me getting all that shit stolen from me to, you know, not put all my, you know, everything into that type of materialistic shit. Um as far as like fashion goes though, I'm very plain. I wouldn't call it plain, I'm very classic. Mm -hmm. Um, the shit I buy stuff never it never goes out of uh, style. I don't shop in trends. Um, if I could name some stores, what if I could name some stores in a mall? I've been to a mall in forever. What J Crew, um, Gap. I I think I've bought everything in the Gap at least six times over. Okay, wow. Like that. <laughs> like I know I have I bought things in the Gap like six times over. Mm -hmm. um, love crop sweatshirts, just uh, simple classic shit like that. Um, I'm not really a, a label person, never really have been. Um, I think labels, especially men labels, can be very gaudy and tacky, and I'm not into that. Okay. Um, especially tennis shoes. I think like designer sneakers are like the most ugliest shit ever. I disagree to a certain extent. Really? I just think they they look so they look so, like clown shoes on on people's feet. Because so the so when I think of designer sneakers, I think about which came back in style, which I didn't know they came back in style until I went to Miami. It's the old school Prada sneakers that everybody had back in the two thousands. Mm. That um was very they look like a sneaker. They didn't have the whole Prada Prada Prada. I know what you're logo, talking about. Logo. Those are cute. Okay. So, but I'm talking so, them big clunky ass. I know what you're uh, talking about the, the orthopedic shoes that the yes, kids would wear. Yeah, you know I'm not really. And I'm not into the orthopedic shoes. No, I'm not. I'm not into the Yeezus boots or nothing like that. So, um, what I was about to say, I forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> I forgot. But it's just like for me, um, if I had to pick a favorite designer, that if I if I had the money and I could afford to get his stuff, mm. it's Tom Ford. I love it. I love his cologne. His cologne smells good. It's Here's the deal with that. I love Tom Ford too, but I think that I would need to I would need to find me somewhere to wear my Tom Ford two first before I yeah. give me before I buy Tom Ford. Like I need to get in that circle first before I like <laughs> like where are the places that that I wear my Tom Ford too. Um, but when it do, I like Tom Ford. When it comes to labels too, I like Tom Ford. I, I like I ain't gonna lie, I love ghetto ass Burberry. Um, this is probably not like a um a, a label label, but it's sold on the high end. Um Ralph Lauren is my favorite designer. Ralph like, Lauren is classic. Out of everything, I have so much well, I had that's I swear, like when they stole my clothes, I had I'm not exaggerating. They stole at least thirty, no less than thirty like polos. Like just different kind of like polos just with the um Oh, striped ones, plain color ones, um, you know, just mm. at least 30 polos just gone. But anyways, 
but yeah, Ralph, Ralph Lauren's classic. Ralph, Ralph Lauren never goes out of style to me, and that's why I like I love it. It's, it's just... Ralph, Ralph Lauren's age appropriate has age appropriate clothes. Never really tries to be. He has young stuff, old it's stuff, my... but it's, it's it never and you, it costs a lot of money, but you still gonna wear that shit twenty years from now, right? And that's what I like about it. And don't let me um, get started with um, with all the unjust slander that polo boots get. Moving on to the next topic. Don't let me get started on that. <laughs> don't let me get started on that. Just because y'all see niggas with their polo boots and they wear them with their starch jeans and everything, that don't that, that don't confuse that. Don't like trying to slander polo boots. Bitch, Polo Boots is a quality shoe made of good quality leather. Don't get, don't, don't, made of good shit. Don't act like it's like some little throwaway, like a, a fucking South Pole boot. What's the, what, what's some things people used to wear back in the day? Uh, B boots? Love boots. Lugs, yes! <laughs> Lug boots and B boots. They used to order them out of them. Uh, what's that magazine? What's that magazine niggas used to always order shit out of? East Bay. East Bay. Oh my I, god! I still, I still order out of East Bay. I ain't gonna lie. East Bay still around? Yes. What are you ordering out of East Bay, Jimmy? So I ordered. So when I buy sneakers, I try to buy sneakers that no one else really has. Okay. So East Bay, because most, so when my sneakers, I usually buy Pumas, Pumas Filas, or Adidas. Those, those are the three type. Those are the three. Adidas is my favorite athletic brand. Those are, those are the three shoes I look for. So then. Or um, Steve Madden, because I know nobody gonna have no Steve Madden, Steve Madden sneakers. They so, um, <laughs> so that's why I go for it because East Bay, East Bay still had the sneakers that no one else would get because everybody gonna have a Jordan, everybody gonna have an Air Max, yeah. everybody gonna have whatever. But see, when it, when it comes to tennis shoes, I do like classic like tennis shoes that look like the tennis shoes niggas used to wear like in the like. Like the first Nikes that ever came out, I love a Nike Cortez. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, like just plain shit Adidas stuff. Um, I like I like Ivy Park a whole lot. And one thing I like about it is that like it stayed true to Adidas. It still looked like Adidas shit, even if it wasn't like associated with Beyonce. It still looked like some shit that Adidas could have put out on their own. But I just can't be a, I can't consume you like a fan though. I can't wait by my computer and all this stuff and all this signing up for mailing lists and and then hopping on and putting stuff in the bag and come back. I no. Or the lottery. I don't. I don't. Right. I don't like. I don't like doing that either because I know there's a lot. I know there's a lot of people do that now, especially when they get their, their Jordans. They do a lottery. I just want to go to the store and get the shit. Yeah, I don't do all that stuff. I I couldn't imagine if I had to do that for shoes back in the day. That's the equivalent. You remember back in the day when Jordans used to come out and niggas mm-hmm. used to like like skip school to go to the mall to get Jordans and shit. And like that's one reason why I could never have Jordans because it was like. My mama wants to go up to no mall on no fucking weekday to buy no shoes. Bitch, she gotta go to work. You still people still do that. Um, cause um he don't get mad if I tell his business. I'm not gonna say his name, but he know what I'm talking about. He recently <laughs> did he recently did this for some Jordans and he got pissed because he didn't even get the Jordans. I mean you grown down. But, but like, yeah. Skipping still, school to do it. They still do the lines. They still if you go to the store, they still do the lines. Mm. Now what they do, they sign up for the app. I can't think of the app. Where they had to do the lottery to get the Jordans, and no. 
I'm Listen, like, no, let me just let me just until I started buying I until I started buying my own shit. All my shit came from dealers because my mama had a dealer's charge card. If dealers didn't have it, bitch, I wouldn't get it. And so if I couldn't just mosey to the dealer's shoe department and get and get the shoe, I it wasn't gonna be mine. <laughs> like I wasn't gonna have it. And so like and dealers don't sell Jordans. <laughs> they don't. So I have to go another route with tennis shoes. Wow. But anyways. Drag race this week. Did you enjoy it? So, in the middle of getting prepared for this show, I had I rewatched it again. So, in case y'all didn't know, I'm like, so behind the scenes, we actually did the show yesterday, but we had to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so y- y'all, yesterday we got into a, a hour into this motherfucker, and Jimmy go send me a text message talking about. Are we recording? <laughs> and I looked up and bitch, we were recording and I was plucked. I couldn't say anything. I was just I, I mean I was just I was done. <laughs> I was I, I was just done. I was like, okay, well, tomorrow. <laughs> so But so far, yesterday didn't sound nothing like today. Anyway, no, so it doesn't. <laughs> so with that, so I bring that up to say that I had a chance to go rewatch it, and I may have changed my mind on certain things, but I initially said yesterday. So um, let's so set everything I, up. So let's, I, let's, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on before okay. you get started. Let's set everything up for everybody. What what happened? Uh, the challenge, the the maxi challenge this week was a sixty girls group um, challenge where they broke everybody down to groups of three. Group one was Willow, Daya, and Bosco. Group two was Angie, Carey, and Lady Camden. Group that three. Was group three. Group two was Georges, Deja, and Jasmine, and group three was Angie, Carey, and Camden. Yes. So, your thoughts? Who was your favorite group, and who was your least favorite group? I hate to say it. My favorite group, because she's so bitter, mm. is was Diabetti, um, Willow, and Bosco group. That was my favorite group. Listen, uh, Willow was serving down. I'm talking tuna, flounder, tilapia, catfish down. And like she had the best look. That that out, out of all them that, that out of all the, group, out of all the she, groups she she passed she passed right it's just like it was everything I hate to say it too because like die Betty girl I'm trying to be nice since the uh, the Rue girls are starting to block me on Twitter yeah. so I'm gonna try to be nice <laughs> I I mean but yeah who was your who's your who's your least favorite group my least favorite group. Would have to be um, Deja, Deja, um, Georges, and Jasmine. So, yeah. what I saw in the midst of me we watching this yesterday, this morning, this afternoon, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, I was watching Monet's critique of them because she said she critiqued them because they didn't have earrings on. So, the group that they actually portrayed was the Runettes. So when uh-huh. I did a Google search of the Ronex, the Ronex did not wear earrings. So initially, when I was doing the critique, I like they didn't have no earrings on; they just looked plain. But when I looked at the girl group that they they, they were portraying, mm-hmm. I like okay, I get it. And going back to Diabetes group, when I looked research their group today, 
I'm like, oh, they look, they actually had the outfits with the girls had on in their mm-hmm. promo pictures. So I'm like, okay, I get it. So I understand. So I won't judge, I won't doll them out for the look. What I will say for um Deja's group, I think they didn't have no, they didn't have no energy for you. No soul for the 60s. They didn't have no soul. It was very that mm, I'm here. I can't sing. And let me talk, talk scene. And I think they dresses to me didn't match up to what everybody else has had because everybody else was like a group. They just like, girl, get these, get these um clothes. I thought I, I, I do think that um for a change, I, I think Deja did look good. Yeah. Um, but I, I to be honest with you, I I just wasn't a fan of this challenge at all. Um, I yeah. I wasn't. Fa- I wasn't a fan of it either. To be quite honest with you, because I, where I, was uh, Jamal for the choreography? He was in Vegas choreographing the. Um, the I Vegas wonder show. what that show is like. The Vegas I show. Know. I don't know. I know Trinity's on the show now. You know, I've never been to Vegas. Some people say you should go. Some people say you're not missing nothing. I'm. I'm in the middle. And I'd be. And you know, I'd be everywhere. And I've never gone to Vegas. I just never really had a reason to go, or never been. It's wanting to go or nothing to be like I'm not a big gambler, I'm not a big drinker so it's like, I just don't So I have friends I have friends that live in Vegas so I go see them and I thought, oh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking about going to see them this summer but also I'm, I'm thinking about going to see Usher's show in um, Vegas um, and See, it always said, I said if I do go to Vegas it's got to be like a show or something that takes yeah. me there So, um, also speaking about the group I did Opportunity to watch again. So Carrie's performance with um purple group, um, the Supreme, the Rupreens. Mm-hmm. So when I was telling Tony, because me and Tony watched it, I was like, she's giving me Clark sisters. <laughs> it was very churchy performance. So in the midst of me saying that, I had a I read an article that she recently did today mm-hmm. that she actually was channeling the Clark sisters when she did the performance because mm-hmm. she wanted to mirror. The Supremes, but she also wanted to give homage to the Clarkses. I'm like, well, girl, you did that. You did that. You did and that. Speaking of speaking of Carrie, let's move right along to the runway looks. Who was your favorite runway look and the least favorite runway look this week? Can I go with my least favorite? Who's your least favorite? <laughs> my least favorite. Um, I will say all of them, but I guess that would be wrong for me to say. They all were pretty bad, but who was your least favorite? I like I like her, but she it was I didn't like it. Willow. I think that my thing with Willow is that girl titties. I I, I do not like when these skinny little, little boys come out there with their boy bodies, with their boy chest, and just out and exposed, looking like a twelve year old little boy going at, at the pool. No, put put a titty plate on, or even if it's not a titty, if it, it'd been different, that would have been hot if you had like some pecs, you know, to give it that a real androgynous. I ain't gonna say real androgynous. Excuse me, that was horrible. Uh, like a um a play more like when the muscle niggas be putting on lace and shit. Like mm-hmm. that would have that would have been hot, like on a muscle queen. You know what I'm saying? So I get what I get what you're saying. I think what Willow was giving was very much um 
what we used to call gender fuck back in the day, but don't call that no more. Don't call that that, that no more. Um, very something. I can't think of my least that. favorite. My least favorite was Die Betty. Um, that's just a tacky that '80s mess. I, I it's just I, I'm not a fan of that. She doesn't do it right for me, and I and I really want them to stop comparing her to Crystal Method because that is an insult to Crystal Method. They compare her to Crystal Method. It's like Crystal Method is so elevated than her. If they compare to Crystal Method because it's basically saying, "This is my big sister, and this is my little sister trying to do me." Girl, that's basically what it is. I guess it ain't the palette. Is how you paint your face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because um, it's it's the same palette but two different paints. Right. So I. <laughs> The one person I think got the harshest critique, but I don't think they should have because I seen I seen where they were trying to go with it, but the execution was not there. Yeah, was was Carrie. Yeah, but who's your favorite this week? You have a favorite? <laughs> no, my favorite this week was George's, and I know everybody tried to slam her or whatever. And I'm normally not a fan of the you know just coming out there in a panty and bra set like but she didn't come out there in a panty and bra set in her boy body you know what i'm saying she came out there padded with titties and ass and hips very proportioned not like miss cracker she came out there you know and she and she was given victoria's secret angel and i think she, i thought she won it was high I, so i personally like the other drag girls have said online that they allowed her to get away with a lot of things that they couldn't get away with. Because I think at some one point in time, somebody would have read her. Because I know other girls I got read for wearing panties and bra, just panties and bra on the runway several times, which Georgia's have had worn. But somehow she hasn't got critiqued on that or haven't got read on it. Okay, cool. Um, mm. If I had to choose a favorite, because it probably would be her because of that. Mm. I thought she was favorite, and but so let's let's talk about. Uh, it was Jasmine and Carrie in the bottom, and Carrie went home, and they really, really read Carrie's look like to pieces. And I thought that it wasn't that bad, consider what everybody else presented. Looking so, looking at it today again. Um, it wasn't that bad, but I get what they were trying to say. I get what she was trying to do. I get what she was trying to say. The because, idea was was everything. So the critique, the the critique that Carrie has been receiving was like she's too pretty. That's 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 the critique. Mm -hmm. We need you to ugly this the ugly shit up. Mm -hmm. With that said, I don't think her outfit was ugly. I'm not gonna say her makeup was ugly. It was very different for her. And so the veins of the dress remind you of veins. Yes, she had the heart on the wrong side. Who cares? Right. But I think if she would have had on different color draws and different color tights, she wouldn't have got red. But I think at some point, it was time for her to go home. I think, well, yeah, she had to go home. But I, I, I feel like maybe she should have did the whole 
she shouldn't have done a dress. She should have did it like a whole body thing and like mm -hmm. the uh, you know the pictures of like in your health class that shows yeah. all the muscles. The, 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 the anatomy picture. Right. Made it go for that almost. Like made it made all that shit, the veins should go all over the body and just be naked up under it. And just bitch go out there just like that. No gloves, no nothing, just naked. And just tie your hair back and just go. Like I thought it would have been like I like the idea. I don't think she should have went home off her look. Like <laughs> off her look. Off her look, no. The performance in the group challenge, yeah. Yeah. But even when they were doing her backstory on the show, I was like, yeah, she's going home this week. Cause y'all y'all giving her a lot of airtime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, oh it so speaking of the getting blocked by the Rue girls. Uh, Candy Muse blocked me on Twitter, bitch. What did you do now? I haven't talked about Candy Muse. I'm, I I might have mentioned her on here, but I haven't like tweeted about her since like when she was on like last year. Mm. So I don't know what I said or what happened, but whatever, child. I know I did just watch her on Trixie Mattel's uh thing, and it was like, girl, give me some subtitles. It was like crazy. <laughs> oh wow! I would say this: what? Out, of, out of all the girls that has been on RuPaul, I think she's my least favorite one. I mean, she's up there. I mean, she's up, she's, she's up there. And yeah. it's not her personality. Her personality just didn't do it for me. And then it was kind of it was like, yeah, yeah. Well. Okay, so we'll see what goes on next week on the drag race. Moving right along to another drag queen, Todrick Hall. <sighs> you know, Todrick Hall is always on our permanent 100 list. Shout out to Black Guy Who Tips. Todrick Hall is being blasted for his problematic, problematic behavior on Celebrity Big Brother. One week after being accused of exportation and psychological abuse. <laughs> That's not funny. By his former videographer, videographer, pop singer Todrick Hall has incurred the wrath of Twitter. The 36-year-old has emerged as something as a villain on this season's Big Brother from his housemates. Woo -de -woo -de -woo, something, something, something. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I'm not going to read this, but <clears throat> Todrick. Uh, went on Big Brother. I don't watch Big Brother. Never seen it. I don't know what they do on there. I just know uh, some B-list, C-list people go on there. C-D-list people go on there. And they be in the house. I don't know. They do challenge. I don't, I don't know what happened on there. But they they saying something about he's... What did he do on there? You know more about it than I do. What happened? So basically, I don't watch Big Brother either, but I've been reading the tweets and the stuff. So basically, Todrick Hall allegedly... Went on Big Brother and basically, how can I say this? Sold out all the black people on there, so he <laughs> so he surprise. Then he um started having people turn against each other on the show allegedly, and then basically the the complaint was that he played a very shady game of this of how Brit Brother has. So I never watched Brit Brother. I never watched Celebrity Brit Brother. But what it did come out to is like the straight people 
finding out how shitty Todrick Hall is. That's basically yeah. bottom line. Because the black gay Twitter has always said that he ain't shit. Back from his YouTube days when he was making them so, um them videos, the menstrual show videos. So now it's now that the white people are saying that he ain't shit. And then allegedly on the show that he admitted that he don't he that he underpays people. He, he admitted that on the on the show? Allegedly. That's what was on the timeline. Oh my God. He just did. Well, it was a hashtag that said what? So the hashtag was um, Todrick Hall exposed party, uh, exposing Todrick Hall, surviving Todrick Hall. So it's. Just just same. It it sounds like the same Todrick bullshit. But it's the same Todrick bullshit. It's the same Todrick bullshit that Blackgate Twitter knew. That now other people can find it out about. Yeah, and he was saying, I, I know I saw some clip about how he was. He was talking to Cynthia. He was like telling her how he do some type of like voice calls or something, or I don't know what the hell. I was like, who watches this? People, it was, it was, it was surprised a lot of people watch Big, Big, um, Big Brother, especially celebrity Big Brother. Ooh, and so me. it's so it's it's very odd. It's not odd, but it's just him. Mm. Sure. Moving right along. Have you heard of the grounder swindler? Not until I said the story to you. <laughs> there, there, there's a catfish pretending to be a crown prince of Dubai on Grinder. And basically what this is is motherfuckers talking to a bot. Or spam. A bot. You know what's so funny about uh, uh, talking to a bot? I be seeing people on Twitter talking to bots all the time. They look for keywords. They be arguing with them and shit. I'm like, baby, you know that's a bot. But I don't say to the people, I let them go ahead and do their thing, and they just be arguing with these bots. And but why would you think that a, a a a a Saudi crown prince, and that's all he would ever identify himself as? Um, it's gonna be in your inbox from eight thousand miles away because that's normally where they be when they when them when them bots hit you up on jacked and shit. They be like eight thousand miles away. And speaking of jack, I deleted that shit the other day. <clears throat> Why? I just never used it. Like I I I, I ain't hooked up on jack for nobody on jack. Nobody that I didn't already know. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I it wasn't like so it, it's just really. Just space on your get this off my phone. Oh, clean off um out space. And I was paying for Jack Pro with my nosy ass. I was thinking about doing that. Just to try it out. It's cute if you nosy. <laughs> I'm not nosy. <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to um the grinder swindler, what I noticed about um a lot of the quote unquote dating app scam artists like the Swindler Swindler. Um, the story that we did a couple of weeks ago about the guy that was basically ghosting the women. Oh, and, girl, yeah, and they got mad and stuff. Love bombing, love bombing, whatever it's called. Is what I noticed is like you have to be really, really vulnerable or naive to believe that people that this third person is a is not only a prince he reaching out to you to you of all people make sure you and, think you is 
And then, or <laughs> if he's asking you for money, that's like, girl, no. Like that's that to me, that's a red flag. Uh, so yes, they call them uh, romance scams. There is a thing that that is going on, and people be getting swindled because they be thinking people be in love with them and shit. It is so crazy. I just I'm old school. I know if you start asking for money first, I ain't never met you. I just know the old bitch. This is this you you a scam. This this is a bot. This this is spam. No, yeah. Then, or- then especially talking about the sugar daddies that be hitting you up on your DMs on IG. You know what? You are really, I think, made me delete Jack. Um, about a couple weeks ago, this one um dude hit me up, and he was talking about coming over. But before he come over, he needed me to cash out him some gas money, and I was like, "Try you stay your ass at home." This ain't even. This ain't a cycle place that I need to be anymore. Let me get my, (laughs) let me get my ass up off of here. Cause this is a, this is no, this is not it. Like it's a straight up scam, bitch. You you probably in everybody inbox, and and guess what? If five people sent you twenty dollars, bitch, you you made off. You made good for the day. You know, so at least they asked you for gas money. <clears throat> this one dude hit me up one time asked for rent money. Oh, girl. Excuse me. He asked for rent money. To my, I I will um. I'm down on my luck. I need such and such amount of money for my rent. I'll come suck your dick. If I'm going to ask you, bitch, what was he saying he going to do for it? <laughs> and it was just like, it's very, it's like very odd. I apologize, brother, and all this stuff. I was like, dog, I ain't got it. But this is like, y'all, I get what, I get what you're trying to do. I'm, and I hope you find out what you're looking for out there as far as the, that I ain't gonna say I hope, but I just yeah. It ain't me, bitch. It ain't me. I'm broke. <laughs> I'm no. cheap. So the FDA has approved has um, the FDA approves the first condom marketed toward anal sex. So this is another one that um, we don't gotta read because basically what's happening is this is something that I didn't notice till. I read this article. I didn't know that condoms was never marketed to anal sex in the first place. I didn't know I didn't, that. I didn't know that either till today. I was like, "Oh, I thought sex to sex." Because when when they said they they approved um, condom, I, the whole marketing thing, I just totally ignored that, and I just thought they were saying that a new condom was going to be out. And I was like, I, "What type of new condom could there be?" I don't know. It's just probably some gimmick or whatever to make the kids start using condoms. I don't know. <laughs> but I thought, I, I didn't know if they were just going to simply start putting it, you can use it for anal on the packaging. Like, yeah, because um, I, so I didn't realize that a lot of, um, a lot of the, uh, the packaging don't have anal sex on that. What's they so have crazy? Memory, which I didn't, because I, because I, because I thought people were using condoms for anal sex, but hell, people don't, know? People don't I, use condoms now, though. Apparently, I don't think nobody. I, I don't think nobody was not using condoms for anal sex because it wasn't on the packaging. Because <laughs> the packaging didn't say that you can't use them or you could use them. I don't think that's why people was ain't been using 
condoms for anal sex. I don't think that makes no difference in it, but hey, great. Condom Promoted. Look, condom use is on the rise. Yeah. Condoms, 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 condoms. Condoms, Rose. Condoms, 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 Rose. Condoms. <laughs> oh my God. So the next thing we go counseling plans. Oh, Twitter's for everything. Which is so crazy to me. Um, let me find this shit. Yeah, so on Pop Crush, that's where we got this uh this article from. It says, go ahead and cancel your plans because your friends probably won't mind. And they even have been waiting um, and hoping that you will call and cancel, you know, too. It mm. says uh, the new re- new research reveals that there is nothing better than having no plans for the weekend, according to 75% of Americans. Even better, 71% of people actually look forward to getting that cancellation text allowed in a stay home um, and not go out. And staying in is a new going out, which is good news for anyone who has ever felt anxious about uh, disappointing someone for not wanting to go out, which is crazy because, and then this article goes in to talk about how like COVID affects that and everything again, um, which is true because I have to, um, that's what I said. I got to slowly start getting myself back out, you know, into like doing things and, you know, um, being social again, just, I need to get outside. Mm. And but 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 when it comes to the plans though, one thing I will say that it has made my life so much easier since I started doing this about 2011, 2012. I don't do anything I don't want to do. And I don't feel guilty about it. If I don't want to do it, mm. I don't do it. If I don't want to go, I ain't going. And I'm not gonna feel guilty about it, or or you have to go by yourself. I don't ain't going because and, and then I I would rather people do that with me as well instead instead of coming places or going places and you just don't really want to be there and you got a sour mood and it's just like stay home, girl. You're not obligated to do anything. Some people forget that they're adults and you can make and you can just do what you want to do. <laughs> So it's it's this it's the situation for I like for me. You so for me you got to make plans in the, you got to make plans in advance for me. Listen, meaning the further out the part the further out the further, better it is more likely for me to make it. Right. So, <laughs> so with that said, I know everybody says the pandemic has made them want to stay in the house, which is fine. Okay, I get that. But what is so funny to me when I see on Twitter is everybody allegedly I ain't got no friends on board I need some more hangout buddies and all this stuff but turn around like oh god I can't wait I can't wait to cancel these plans I hope these plans get canceled and all that stuff I need you to make it make sense for me I know there have been times where I just stayed in the bed that I've been in the bed all day it's been raining uh, or I don't feel like dealing with Atlanta traffic because they always were going to road on the weekends or do I feel like going to Midtown, paying for parking, and all that stuff. So usually, I'm just like, you know what? Whoever I'm supposed to hang out with, I'm not feeling it. Let's let's do this. Let's do a rain check and get up next time. Right. 
but I am the type of person that will check in the day the, the day the day before to say, hey, are we still doing XYZ? Are we still good? That's my question. Yeah. We still good. <laughs> but and I, and I yeah. get that staying at home, especially um working from home. You just don't want to leave the house because that's how you've been in the house all day. You don't want to leave the house. So on the weekdays, I'm not gonna leave my house. I will admit that. it's hard for me to leave the house on the weekdays. The weekends, let me know we hanging out. Mm-hmm. I make I put it in my calendar. I get the energy to get up because sometimes my energy is my energy is low, but I like I get the energy up to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we just make it happen. But as far as counseling plans, I know everybody to my own Twitter, like, oh, I love a council plan. So well, I could just stay home and watch Game of Thrones. I could watch the Euphoria. So you want to do it in the first place. Why don't you even agree? Right. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be everywhere. You don't got to be everywhere. And I I told you I, I had to learn that. Because, bitch, when I tell you I used to be everywhere. <laughs> Back before my clothes got stolen, I bitch everywhere. <laughs> Doing them days, just everywhere in the streets, just going out Thursday through Sunday. Had to have a new outfit every time I went somewhere. It, it, it girl, I used to be that girl. It costs, so it costs money to go out. Because <laughs> even because I think um, somebody was telling me that they spent two hundred dollars going out on Sunday fun day. I ain't, I ain't spent two hundred dollars. On Sunday, Sunday. I can see it like maybe like out of town or something, but like girl, just in your regular town. No, girl, because because they were telling me, well, we got to go to the after, we got we got to go eat brunch, we got to get um unlimited mimosas, then we got to go to the day party. Oh, girl, let me tell you something. No, bitch. Let me tell you the last Sunday fun day I did. You you only gonna be you only gonna get me at the brunch because and I'm not drinking no water down. All you can drink mimosas either. So. Let me get my drink, fifty dollars, and roll out. No. The last, the last Sunday fun day I went to, bitch, was Juneteenth weekend when Ron and T was here. <laughs> when we went to brunch, and to be honest with you, I could have went home after that, but we went, we left there, we went to this bar, and like I'm not an, I'm not an all day drinker like that, like, right. and so me, like, I don't see how people like drink all day and drink all day and go all day like that like it's, I, it's not me it's 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 not me because i'm like because not only that depending on because you know atlanta have vibe spots because you know everybody is a, everything's a vibe girl everything about the vibe spots sell uh, you know the lamb chops with two sides that you you get a chicken and waffle you get a shrimp and grits you get you know them type of them type of places so now they're doing a, a stack of fried green tomatoes, you know. Right. So you, so you, so not only have, so not only have you been waiting on the wait list to eat for like an hour. That's an hour because you've been waiting there. Then your food might take twenty minutes to get there. Then y'all want to sit there and do the wobble and back that ass up because y'all want to do that trap brunch shit. I'm tired after 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 I get all. You have been to a food, trap brunch? I've gone to one in DC one time. It's Atlanta. I, I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god, I won't not. So I went to one trout brunch in um DC one time. It was like it's it's not it was like a regular restaurant where you um can come in and you know they seat you or whatever. You buy a ticket 
And like there's no and like you know they once they sell the tickets you there pretty much all afternoon mm-hmm. it turns into a party it was a buffet all you can eat and I just sat there and bitch ate my weight in fucking crab legs and watched them twerk on tables and <laughs> it's like, I'm like girl I like I don't need I don't need, I don't need the AKAs be twerking their hair in my food I just want to get my food and go. <laughs> Keep well, your ass over there. Leave please. me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. I just want. To, I just want to go. So I know I don't want it. So I'm not doing it all day. But I, I did say. But I did say I wanted to. Like I say, I need to um, like get out more. Um, you know, just just get out this house. I do want to be, you know, a little bit more social. I keep saying that I need to be more social and never do it. It's there early in the year. You can make it happen. No. Anyways, so I had a question for you. Yes. <laughs> How do you feel about dating? Um. Uh, we we got this from somebody off Twitter, right? This is a question somebody one of your followers tweeted or something. So it was not one of my followers, but it was in a, it was making rounds on Twitter. Oh yeah, dating or being in a relationship with someone that one of your friends have either hooked up with or dated, like, which I, I know it's just it's just kind of like you know, I don't know, it, it's giving me the it's giving me like straight people podcast talk, you know that lunch table podcast talk uh-huh. <laughs> that the straight people do. That type of uh, questions they be asking, but I, I just feel like people be doing too much with that. If you didn't have no feelings for anybody, um, especially in the gay community, when like people, it, it's small. It's you are a fool if you think you're gonna live anywhere and and, and think that you're gonna be with somebody that nobody else ain't had. And I don't. And gay men have this fantasy of that. So, and, um, and, and when I say had, I don't necessarily mean sex wise. I mean people. I mean just even talk or whatever. And, and you know, people be like, "Oh, you talk to him. I don't even want to like." Talk. It's like, girl. So it, here's, it, it, it's about when it all boils down. It's probably like six of us that's eligible here. Like, what are you talking about? So here's so here's the thing. There's two things, two ways I look at this because I was one of those people, and I'm, and I will admit, I'm kind of still one of those people that would not talk to or fuck anyone that my friends have dated or they have been in a relationship with. Right. I recently let it go of the fact, maybe the last few years as I gotten older, if they have fucked them because I have known of guys that would go through friendship groups just to get to one person. Ew. I mean, so, no, 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 not ill, but that's like, how, girl, why you gotta do that? You could just because because I know one guy hit me up, say, yeah, I fucked your friend since I couldn't get to you. So, oh, girl, this personal then that you talking about. So, but, <laughs> but I I look at it from the standpoint. So when this came across the timeline. My initial question was, how old are these people? Because I think when you're younger, you have this fantasy of thinking mm-hmm. that there is 
no none of your friends should ever touch your friends or your leftovers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you don't. But as you get older and more mature, that you realize gay world as big as gay world is is really small. Everybody is six degrees away from somebody that you you know. Two, two, if that. So especially with social media, is it's even smaller. Also, I look at the fact that you got to have a maturity level far as communi- communication is everything. So if you know your friend has dated, and I'm when I say dated, not they went on two dates and it didn't work out, I'm not saying that. If you know your friend has been in a relationship with this person, I would have a conversation with my friend say, look, I, I feel in this person, but I personally wouldn't do it. I think, too, what it is is that too many of the gays call everybody your friend. They, they call everybody they everybody friend. Your, right. And so this nigga probably ain't even your friend and you done missed out on something like because this person even I know people who wouldn't talk to some people because they even know somebody else. And I'm like, first of all, you know everybody in this city. So what the fuck makes you think you're gonna meet somebody and they don't know somebody that you know when you know everybody? <laughs> like it, it, it's it's delusional. It's 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 unreal. It's unrealistic. It's unrealistic to say in this day and age that you're going to not meet someone that your friends already mess around with. You're going to not meet someone that they have went on a date with. Even in a, even in as big gay ass capital as Atlanta is. It's still a small ass city, especially if you may just the same And so, a lot of the times, once you get older, and I say this to everybody, once they get older, you're gonna look at you look at life differently. You look at gay world differently. You realize that this shit is small. You realize that even though this may not, this person may not have worked out for me, but it will work out. Maybe work out for my friend. Mm-hmm. This might be the person for my friend. I'm not going to block my friend from doing this. If I have been in a relationship with this person, maybe we have this conversation and I was like, no, nah, I'm not cool with it. Or girl, if you want a headache, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but I will I will say this. Most of our friends have seen my exes, so none of them want none of my exes. Right. I was so, gonna say, so I, I'm, I'm glad that me, me and my friends don't have no... Um, like the same taste in guys, but even if we did, I don't think it would still be like an issue. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to seriously. I just wouldn't. I mean, if y'all went on some dates, whatever, I don't care. I mean, as long as y'all didn't, as long as y'all didn't have feelings for each other. If y'all right. have feelings for each other, I I move on. I move on because if you let me know that you actually have feelings for them. Right. I like. I'm not going. I'm not going to touch that. Exactly, and um, and um, even if, if you don't got over the feelings, I still don't want to. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. So, but I will say that if your friend, if you have a friend that essentially that you think in your mind always go after the same person that you talk to, you might want to drop that motherfucker off because that nigga ain't your friend. I don't have a friend that I, I won't call this dude a friend, but there is someone like that I know here in in Dallas and like um and from like Dallas and from like Freak Twitter or whatever who will like go after the people that he know that I fucked 
and then come back to me and be like, oh, I fucked him too. And it's like, I, this is not a competition. It's not a competition, boo. This ain't no reality show. Like, I, 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 it, you fucking Twitter hoes too. Okay. What you, what you want, what you want from me, sir? I, I, I will, I will walk down two blocks to the post office tomorrow and put your certificate in the mail. Right. Like, girl. <laughs> What I, what what I will say the way that um the guy that tweeted this on his the the thread because he would say he never been a, he was from Texas I think mm-hmm. um that he never been in a long distance relationship but he was into this guy that was in a long relationship long distance relationship with him but then once he asked him do you know such and such that's that's how you know this shit gonna be an issue. That's, yes, that's, that. that's how you know that shit is gonna be issue when someone asks you, "Do you know somebody?" Mm-hmm. That's gonna that's a red flag. We you know this shit. This not gonna say the shit's about to hit the fan, but you know, right. I can't say that, I can't think of the word I want to say, but you know some you know some drama about to come with some it. bullshit. Do you know some bullshit? Like, yeah, girl. That's why I don't really like. And the dude said like it was just like somebody that they fucked like a long time ago. Was like a, it was like over ten years, wasn't it? Yeah, like two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven. Girl, let's listen. The, the time, the the time of the the what is it? what is the word? I remember one time this one dude. I tried to tell this one dude. He tried to ask me because um, he knew of two dudes that I had fucked that he knew, and I was like, first of all, bitch. I'm from here. So the likelihood of me fucking somebody that you know, girl, <laughs> don't come to me with that bullshit. I'm from here, like, been around. I, I like, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily been around, but something. I'm from here. So you you just moved here. We know each other. Like, Dallas used to be, like, really, really, like, re- I ain't going to say small, but it was, like, it wasn't, like, a lot of, like, the gays wasn't moving here like they've been doing like in the recent like five years. Right. And like they are like, I I don't, I don't want to say this, but Dallas is like, I mean, they pouring in like Atlanta now down here in Dallas. Like the girls are pouring in. <laughs> I don't look only to leave, but that's another story. Like on the fishing boats when when, when they cast out of fish in the nets and they mm. pour them all out. Like are they just like all the girls are here. <laughs> But anyways, but like it, it, five years ago, you didn't like asking somebody where they was from wasn't a conversation starter in Dallas. Like now it, now it is. Now it is. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody know each other, did, but now it's a whole bunch of new girls out here in Dallas. I don't know none of them. It's a it's a new breed, and they like to tussle. <laughs> and, and we did too, but anyway. <laughs> and it and it also goes to a lot of y'all talk to them, which that's they also go y'all. I hate to say it because even if you did, because you let me know the fact that he fucked you. Uh, he fucked somebody else. That means you talk, you run your mouth, and that's gonna Listen, be a whole another drama. That's gonna be a whole other shit within the show. I haven't. That's why I don't think I've always said I can go into like even with like me having like you know what I'm saying being a 
you know, a reformed whore from the early 2000s, as the bio say, <laughs> has been a reformed whore from the early 2000s, a reformed slut. I can say that I can still go places and not be worried about um, seeing people who, you know what I'm saying, that, that it may be some tension there because I've had sex with them. It's nothing like that. Like, I, I don't have to, like, that's why I don't have to know who there. Like, I'm not a who there. I'm the type of person, unless I'm, like, it's somebody's house. I want to know who house I'm going to. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't really have to know, like, who's going to be there. Like, because I know, like, I'm good with everybody. That's not the reason why I need to know who there, but <laughs> that's, that's, not the, that's not the reason why I need to know what, who's there. But, um, it goes, <sighs> it, it, so I think, I think when it comes to this situation, especially with gay men in mm-hmm. general, it's all about maturity. And I said it earlier, it's all about how mature you are communication and if you're not and stop being so damn messy mm-hmm. stop, being stop, being, stop being gossipy because at the end of the day it may not work out for you the relationship that y'all are the date that you had with this person may not have worked out for you it may work out for no your place know your place i can walk into a room I can walk into a, a something, a function or something, and, and, and all my pieces are being there, and it will be no drama because everybody knows their motherfucking places. All right, Biggie. And, 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 I'm just saying, everybody knows their places. And you have to know your place and before you start acting out. Sometimes it, it maybe wasn't even worth you mentioning that y'all fucked. You know what I'm saying? Know your place. If you ask me, I'm gonna tell you the truth, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. No, gonna I'm talking about people going up to somebody, and being like, "Oh, me and him, we used to mess around back in the day." Like, bitch, st- st- stay in your place. Everybody loves saying that. Me and him used to mess around back in the day. You know, me and such and such did such. I'm like, like that's gonna stop me. You know how much you know how much time has passed since that since y'all have fucked. Rihanna ain't put no album out since the last time y'all fucked. Why Girl. do I care? Beyonce ain't put no album out since the last time y'all fucked. That's Girl. that's that's a, these are lifetimes. Y'all could have so, fucked this morning, and I would have gave a damn. <laughs> now if you praying on the nigga while I'm trying to talk to him. Now we got an issue. But other than that. If y'all talked in the past, no. But you praying on the nigga now, we got we got a problem. Yeah, I get that. So let's go ahead and um <laughs> round this out with asking for a friend. Asking for a friend this week comes from Gold Coast website. And it yeah. says, Um, in your life, what has been the biggest blessing in disguise? Are you gonna go first or you want me to go first? I go first. Okay. The biggest b- blessing in disguise for me, it, it's it's always been a it's been a blessing in disguise a couple times. No, just really one time was when I got fired from General Motors. Oh shit, I can tell where I used to work at. Well, okay, I, I I used to work for General Motors. Well, I used to work for GM Financial, the uh the banking part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked there in their you know finance area for like five years, and got fired, and it was all. 
a blessing in disguise because I had to get fired to like move on from there because I was just stagnant there and I wasn't um progressing and I found out I wasn't progressing because my manager was hating on me really mm-hmm. and just was like just being an old bitter bitch and just wasn't saying good things about me um, when she didn't have a reason to say bad things about me just very very odd like just very odd behavior like and she was my she was only my uh my um I reported to her like the last year I worked there and she it was just like very very like just just a old just a like like I called her just just a hood rat in lipstick. I called uh-huh. her. I called them that in my exit meeting. In my <laughs> when they fired me, and the thing, I was like because because it, the HR lady and it was three black ladies in her that fired me. Oh, and wow. I was like, and I was like, look, I don't know because they couldn't really explain. Like I, it, it didn't make sense to me why they was firing me, but I wasn't really asking them and really going into detail. I'm like, okay, whatever, like. Can I like? Can I leave now? I was like, I don't know how to deal with pettiness, and uh, uh, I'm not used to dealing with uh, hood rats and lipstick. And when I tell you their faces plucked, they could, they were. I mean, they, they were just looking at me like, "Nigga, how dare you?" They want to. I know they want to just get all out of character and cuss me out so bad. I did. He did. And I had already packed I had already packed my desk stuff up like two weeks ago. It wasn't shit at my desk. And when they called me to HR, I took my keys and I walked right out the door. But anyway, that was the biggest blessing in disguise because like it was just has been like up from there. Uh, for me, and I'm gonna give the trigger, I'm gonna get the trigger warning ahead of time. Um I think for me the best blessing in disguise is moving to Atlanta when I did. Mm. Because so I think I never mentioned this. Like when I was younger, I've been trying to move to Atlanta ever since I was like 12, 13 years old when Chris Cross and TLC and all them first came out. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to be an entertainer. So then I had the opportunity to actually go to Clark Atlanta for a scholarship mm-hmm. in school. So at that time, being 18, 17, 18, I was going through personal hell. And I feel like I was coming to Atlanta was been running. And I think at that time it would have been peer pressure. And when I say peer pressure, I think I've probably been pressured to do stuff to my body that I wouldn't want to do far as. So especially early gay years for me, um, a lot of y'all don't know, I actually did drag for a minute. And one of the pressures of doing drag, especially in the South, is getting titties. And I know I joke about get my titties done about um, get my titties done for us, get my nipples pushed and all that stuff. But one of the things back in the day, if you did drag and the girls would come up and tell you like, yeah, you need some titties and it help you get your, um, your more money if you get titties. So I knew back then me being at that age, 20, following peer pressure, didn't already, already lost and didn't have a really You great... want a transition? Yeah. Wow. And I even I actually told Tony this like recently, like I would have transitioned if I would have came to Atlanta. Because at that time I was already confused about a lot of stuff because I didn't know. I knew I was gay, but I didn't know what it was for real. Mm-hmm. And I was following the crowd of like, girl, if you're gonna do drag, if you're gonna be one of the girls, you're gonna be one of the girls. So and I was like, 
so when I didn't move, so I ended up being in Alabama. So when I moved to Atlanta as I graduated from school, because that's another thing, because I knew I wouldn't graduate from school either. I probably been on drugs and all this. Because I, I was on drugs back then too, but I would have been more strung out. So when I moved to Atlanta after I graduated from school, that was the proudest thing I ever done because I like I graduated from school, I didn't move back home, and at this time when I moved, I had a great, I and mean, I still have a great friendship group. So I'm grateful I'm not, and I want to say this without making it seem like transitioning is bad. It's not. I'm not, I'm not saying that's not what I'm saying. It just wasn't for you. It just wasn't for me. But there is there was a pressure at that time for me to transition. So I'm glad. You I know, it, it's it's funny you say that because um, there's I know like I, I don't know um, I know of like two guys who started like transitioning and then. They like like they did like an Akira Davenport thing from um RuPaul's Drag Race where they started yeah. transitioning and then stopped. Um yeah. Um one thing I will say, um I almost went to school in Atlanta. And you know, I was seventeen when I went to college. And I always say what well, that there's no telling what Atlanta would have done to seventeen year old me. Right. Um especially how naive I was. Let me tell you, I, I was super naive. It, it, to speak to how naive I was, take off a little tangent. There, speaking of tweets, there was a tweet uh, that was asking uh, just today about who taught you to uh, douche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tweet. <laughs> you see that tweet? Yeah. And so, like, I was so naive to, like, things and how, like, gay worked and, like, gay sex worked. My first time, like, having sex, I just took a shower. Like, my first time bottoming. I just thought I'd just take a shower. I I, I didn't think, nothing in my head said that you need to clean, like, I I wouldn't even know how to do it. But I didn't know even gay dudes did that. I didn't know. I didn't know. Because it's not something that people tell you. So when I found out, and a guy had to say, and the guy had to tell me, and then he told me like, "Oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta do that." And I'm like, oh. so it's kind of funny that you said that because even when I, because I answered the question on Twitter, because one of my gay house mother at the time was telling us he sat us down like, make sure you clean your cookies. I'm like, girl, clean your cookies. Like, girl, clean. You're like, clean your cookies. So it wasn't like, so let me not say that he was not demonstrating to us how to do this. He like, look, go get this animal bag, read the directions. What he did not tell me to do, and I found this out later in life, is to take the solution out. He didn't tell us to take the solution out. Oh, yes, you got but but, but so, you know, back in the day, the girls was not taking the solution out. So this is so when I say this, this was like maybe and having stomach cramps and going over there and shitting on trees. Yeah, it's like it was like 2000, like you're like the 2000s. So he like clean this out. Make sure you wait a minute. Don't heat it. It was never like, don't eat this, but make sure you clean up before you go there because make sure your cook is clean. So um, it was very interesting with the the question, the answers that everybody read, read about how they actually found out how to do it, and especially the age group. Because most people said they found out on the internet how to clean, clean out. I was like, wow. Right. People said that I found out on the internet, baby, there was nowhere to. What was I gonna do? Uh, uh, wait till my mama got off the phone, and then get on dial up, 
and get on the internet and then have that browser that she get on there. Who was searching for? Her? <laughs> it, but it, it, it go, like I said, it go, it goes, it goes from, but it goes from generations that, like you said, the generations and the age, right? With everything, the internet. <laughs> so <laughs> it goes to saying <laughs> that a lot of the young gays these days don't need is not having that conversation with an older gay man or older gay elder, uh, elder gay about certain situations because there's the internet so i was like child i don't if i had the internet back then shit probably would have been easier but no i had i had i had an old queen tell me like girl go clean your cookies out yeah. this is how you this how you use a condom Make sure you hide your that, wallet. That's what I. That's why when when people be like, "Oh, I first I first had sex when I was like I first had gay sex when I was like fifteen or I was sixteen. I was like, "Where did you fleet at? Where did you fleet at? Because I couldn't imagine my mama hearing that toilet flush all them times and like my mama is nigga. What are you doing? Right? Why are you running on my water bill? My mama like re- really would like it, it. My mama type of person like she would like even if she know you embarrassed about something, but she would still wait for you to answer. Like, girl, come on, you know, like what, move around. Like she'd be like, huh, huh. Like that's like, <laughs> what are you doing in here, Brian? Why do you keep why does why do you keep flushing your toilet? Are you okay? Is everything yes. up? Like. Move. I so I, I just don't know. Like <laughs> I couldn't imagine fleeing that by mama house. Cause I think it, <laughs> for me, cause I don't. I think I, the first time I had anal sex was maybe I was in college. I was too. I was no. I wasn't in college. I was a good twenty. I was like twenty five years old the first time I. I, I was. Loved. I was like seventeen, eighteen. By mm. thirsty year old man, but that's a whole other story. Um. <sighs> The but I I will say high school I was sucking dick, but I didn't know nothing about no fleeting. I didn't know nothing about no fleet back in back in high school. It wasn't like Eden Harris or James Earl Hardy had that shit in his books about make sure you go fleet. I was so naive. <laughs> I was so naive in high school. That's probably why I wasn't fucking around. Like I had I I look back on stuff and it was like oh my god, dudes clearly was like trying to like do something and I was like just so naive and just couldn't catch on it wasn't hip to it and it was like if I could go back baby I would I would clean up in high school and in college I was I was clueless in college like niggas used to do all type of weird shit and I used to be like I got I mean I tell you one day we're gonna have to have a um a college episode and I just tell you all my stories from Prairie View Okay. <laughs> That's gonna have to go behind a paywall, bitch. When I say you, <laughs> I got because... myself into some. I got myself into some a lot of shit. I'm. T- I'm talking about. I've got to tell myself. I got myself into some situations at Prairie View. That's like made for like an HBO sitcom. Like it's already there. Like the the, the storyline is already there. Like. I've got myself into some stuff that's like, wow, you'd be like, bitch, you have lived. Yeah, we did. We definitely do <laughs> Because you was you was fucking, I was fighting. Ah, I was you fucking was, and fighting. Because <laughs> babe, so I'm gonna give a synopsis of college and I know we gotta wrap this show up. <sighs> so 
the one thing so the one so the one question that everything so there's another question that came up on twitter that's gonna lead up to this college the college years why do gay men that make everything a competition so back then in college especially when i was growing up they was like basically you got you competing with every every fag out there so at that time it was two things that i was trying to be I was trying to play, so I I was had to be I was make sure yeah, I wasn't clockable. If I we're gonna do like, a college episode next week, next episode. Oh, don't don't um give too much. Save so, it. So I'm just saying I had to make sure I wasn't clockable. Number one. Number two, if you were my competition, I was taught to take the bitch out. So that's what I was doing, but we're gonna leave it. We're gonna we gonna but y'all, we do the episode. The, the let me say one there. thing about competition. That's one thing about going and being at Prairie View and being at an HBCU. It, when it comes to the competition for the trade, it was enough trade for everybody, girl. You didn't have to step on another bitch's toes to get the trade. It was enough trade to go around. It wasn't like at a PWI when everybody got a fight over the one down low alpha. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but I was fighting, I wasn't fighting for trade. I was just fighting for who's gonna, who, who, if, you, if I felt, if I felt like you was gonna take, if you, if I felt like you're gonna tell my teeth, I had to go beat, I had to go beat you Child. before you do it. But when we do the episode, and I'm gonna remind you, next episode, be right when we do the, when we do the production for the next episode, that we're gonna do the college episode. We are, we're gonna do a college episode next episode. Okay. So, like always, y'all check, <laughs> y'all make sure y'all rate, subscribe, wait, comment. Wait, 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 we ain't done yet. What? Who you shooting your shot to? Huh? Oh, I am going to shoot my shot out. Girl, thank you for stopping me. I'm going to shoot my shot out to my neighbor. Not that neighbor, bitch, that y'all thinking about. No, not that neighbor. The neighbor across the street, um, who he stay in the building across from me. I can like see into the apartments or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine ass nigga. He moved yesterday, like randomly. Like he just had like like late late night. He just had like a whole bunch of niggas, like three or four niggas come over there, and they just moved everything out. And then today, I'm looking over here, and somebody done moved in. That was fast. Right, he has to have somebody like taking over his lease. Cause that was that was too quick. Like he his stuff, like everything was in there. Pictures on the wall, everything was just in there last night. Oh, and wow. tonight it's a whole nother new another furniture and everything else in there. It looked like it's a woman there, which is uh, I thought it was gonna get me another. Is she white? No, it's a black lady. So it's oh, it's somebody oh, that mind. he um. Never mind. Yeah, it's somebody. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna miss him. Um, fucking in the in the window. Oh. And. Walking around and all that stuff, yeah. Oh, but who you shooting your shout out to? So I'm gonna, take, <laughs> so I'm gonna get a little serious with mine. Oh, my, girl. So because you know we never we never talk about serious topics on the show for real, um, because we're not that type of show. But I'm gonna um give my shout out to all the LGBTQ youth in Texas and in Florida. Oh yes. Because of everything that's going on, um, basically, long story short, in Texas, it's now considered child abuse if you allow your child to transition to become trans. Um, in Florida, they're not teaching, letting the kids learn about gay history. So I just wanted to let y'all know, keep your head up. Um, it does. I know this cliche, but it does get better. And hopefully, as you get older, 
that you're allowed to read the books or your family allow you to read the books about your history allow you to be yourself so that's pretty much my shout out yeah i don't really have much to add about that it, it, it's just really 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 sad um it, it just you know i always say with this shit like cruelty is the point there's no other point in in doing any of this stuff and a lot of the stuff that like um republican like you know politicians and legislation is about um and then especially here living in texas that's like no surprise like it's just um I don't want to go into it because I can, no. and I can be I can be here all night with that. Um, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do a serious episode one day <laughs> after good we do this college episode. You said good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> but yeah, um, yes, like y'all, that is just really, 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 really. I I just don't know what to say to that. Just you know, because I haven't. Because honestly. We were talking about earlier, and we got wrap. We're gonna wrap the show up. I don't tweet about a lot of stuff that I have stands for or I stand up uh-huh. for because I don't want the bots in my. I don't want the bots in my timeline. I don't feel like arguing with bots. But since I do have this platform, I'm gonna bring bring light to the situation. And we should absolutely. And I feel like doing the same thing to my nose too because this shit is itching. I always itch <laughs> my nose. I know. Oh. So, uh, l- listen. Um, sometimes people think I'm probably like full on digging in my nose, but I am fooling with this ring. <laughs> I understand now. <laughs> All right. Make sure y'all check us out wherever you listen to your podcast at. Subscribe, rate, and comment. Hit us up on Twitter at PunksPod, hashtag PodPunks. Um, our email address is PunksPod at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Wilson underscore Stature. And you can find me. In, you can find me in the trap where it's going down, or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Grab Your Jimmy. And that's all. And bye.